Welcome to the Ether. Today's Friday, May 20th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Omniflix in the studio. Number one with creators and collectors. Let's take a listen. Good morning, Tangled. Good morning, Espier. Good morning, Joseph. Good morning, Yopster. Good morning, King Joe. Good morning, Homestead Cosmonaut. Good morning, Terra Spaces. Who wants to join me up here today? Because it's a little lonely. Nobody? Give a couple more minutes for everybody else to get in here since we got rugged uh, when I started the space. Good morning, Daya. Good morning, Tardigrades. How are you guys? Good morning, Super Era. Good afternoon. Good evening. And we'll start another minute or so. Uh, just getting everyone situated on this lovely, lovely Friday morning, afternoon, evening, and possibly even depending on where you are. Uh, I guess it's not uh, Saturday yet for anybody just yet, but pretty soon. Who's excited to learn today? Because I, I feel like I haven't been adding enough value for some of you guys, and I want to make sure that I do moving forward. So we're going to start um, doing some strategy session as part of this show uh, with the inaugural in the studio starting here today. And... Just so you know, since you're here, you just want an NFT um, because we're giving away an NFT to everybody that participates in today's show. So you're already a winner and it's only 1007, 207, might even be 607 or 1007 PM. Who knows? Depends where you are. Alrighty. Well, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening again. How are you guys? Tangled, thank you. You joined me. How are you today? Very good, Chev. Um, thanks for letting me up. And uh, if you ever want me to join in in any conversation, uh, just let me know. You're you're the man. We appreciate it. How's everything with you? Yeah, look, just uh, got back from an esports competition. Uh, back to the NFT space, trying to instigate a lot of uh, a lot of activity on the gaming side, on the PvP, uh, uh, interplanetary battle cards, as you can see. Uh, but otherwise, just trying to stay afloat with everything post uh, all the lunar drama that's been happening and the UST stuff. So, you know, it's been a huge couple of weeks. Well, I just want to—I want to say you're uh, you're in rare air right now because you are the first official guest of in the studio. So, I want to welcome everybody to in the studio. Uh, we've kind of rebranded the Friday Twitter space moving forward because you know all you guys are all artists and. Why not bring you into the studio? You know, this is your little studio away from home for everybody. So welcome to everybody. And I hope you like the uh, the little, uh, the nice little logo we got up there now. So uh, Tangled, can you um, 
Tell, can you give me an update on the um, the game? Yeah. So just, uh, just for anybody that hasn't been here, if you can just like revisit what is the what's your, what your game is all about. Yeah. So the interplanetary battle cards again. It's an uh, NFT player versus player trading card game. It's the first on Omniflix, and um, I launched it at the start of May. I took a little bit of a break after the launch to conduct some things in my personal life, and I'm back. Uh, and it's basically a very limited niche a trading card game. And at the moment, we've I've just launched the Genesis uh, Challenge, which basically every week, if you have an IBC deck, uh, if you have your own IBC deck and you compete against another player, just get used to the game, get used to the mechanics, uh, report your scores on the Knots uh, NFT Discord or the IBC game Telegram, and I'll be monitoring all of the results and any any winners, any losers, whatever, just get amongst the game, get the feel of the game. And, and for the month of end of May to end of June, Every single week, I'll be issuing a uh, utility class NFT for everyone that's involved in the Genesis Challenge. So for the next month, everyone that gets gets around the game and records their results uh, when they're competing, uh, I'll be monitoring that and closely collecting the information. Hopefully by the end of June, we have enough games under our belt and we can start the uh, the actual Genesis Championship, which I hope to launch in July. So this next four weeks is really just getting everybody used to um, used to the mechanics of the game, really get a feel for the game, and hopefully get a few more IBC gamers on board. And then for July, I really want to launch the prize pool, just start to give back to everybody. You know, there's no charge. Anyone with the IBC game is entitled to participate in the championship, uh, hoping at least between 8 to 16 uh, gamers compete. It's a double bracket elimination with about a 40 to 60 Osmo prize pool at this stage, uh, especially with some ultra NFT uh, giveaways as well as part of that championship. So uh, look, if, you, if you're if you into PVP gaming and trading card gaming, make sure you go to my Twitter. Uh, all, the, all the links are there in the, in the pinned post. And um, yeah, hopefully we can get around it and start uh, PvP gaming on Omniflix. That's awesome. Well, let me tell you what I'm going to do for you. Since you have been such a amazing guest and you've been so supportive of the show, um, how about next week we have uh, two people play each other uh, so that we can kind of demonstrate, you know, how the game works. And I'll ha- I'll be happy to take on anybody since I have my uh, official deck. Look, that, that'll be amazing. Any activity around it, Chev, I'm going to take you up on it. And also today, um, Cosmos DeFi, he's also in the space. He flagged the potential. Uh, maybe we could collaborate for the grand final. If all goes well uh, for July when we launch the Genesis competition, hopefully the grand final can be live streamed on Cosmos DeFi's channel. So a lot of collaboration happening, but yeah, just going to put in the work to, to get the activity happening over the next month. And hopefully sometime in July, we have the prize pool. We have the stream on Cosmos DeFi. Uh, just, we have it all lined up and hopefully we can uh, do something big. That's awesome. Um, well, well, let's see who, who, whoever wants to challenge me, um, you know, request to speak if you have a deck and, um, you know, we'll we'll throw down next week. 
And whoever wins, let's see, what are we going to do the prize? There's got to be a prize. If, uh, if somebody beats me, um, they will win... They will win one atom from me uh, if they win. So we'll do that. Maybe two, depending on the price. If it's like you know a dollar by next week, that's not going to be good. So we might have to up it. But uh, right now, we'll just for for fun and to make it you know competitive. Um, we'll go with whoever wants to play me next week. Uh, right here on in the studio, we will. If you win, you get an atom from me. So. Who we got up here? Cosmos DeFi. Speak of the devil. I, I I wouldn't mind putting. I'll put up an atom token as well. Wait, wait, why not? We can. How about we just donate them? Uh, you know, whoever wins it um, donates them to. Um, what is it like? Is it get? Um, what's the the charity blockchain? Not sure, but I do know Lil Gains from Cosmos Spaces is is running an ongoing charity. Um, I can get some information. Oh, that's right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, let's do that. We'll donate to his uh, to his cause. Cool, cool. I'm actually reading the uh, game mechanics right now, so it's funny that you invited me to this uh, the spaces. <laughs> well, uh, tangled. So, uh, what Tim was just mentioning your um, your you have a station. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Oh yeah, sure. So, um, I have a YouTube channel. I started a couple months ago to just kind of like a lot of tutorials and how tos using different. Um, DeFi dApps. And then I kind of got sidetracked with NFTs and I've been interviewing NFT creators, you know, left and right from different chains, just helping them get information out there, especially for people who are not able to kind of bury themselves into different discords to go digging through information there. So it's been fun. I've just been trying to get as much content out there and just improve the quality as time goes on. And um, I've actually had uh, tangled on twice so it's been fun that's awesome well welcome to the show is this the first time that you've joined us uh on in the studio or uh omniflix spaces or have you been here before i'm sorry if i don't remember i've been here before but it's the first time i've been speaking awesome well welcome to in the studio we're happy to have you um is that is that the only project you're working on right now or do you have a nft project as well i have i have no nft project just a bunch of ideas that you know hopefully down the road i'll be able to put together but I'm not an artist myself. Yeah, my, I'm not either particularly, but, um, you know, it's it's always fun to play around. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. And I guess um, we could work out the uh, the game for next week anytime. Uh, I, could, I'll, uh, I follow you on Twitter and I'll, I can open up line of communication about that. Yeah, let's just, uh, we'll do it at, say, 10-10, um, uh, or I guess that would be Eastern, 210 UTC um and we'll start off the show with it so hopefully tangled can join us again next week and uh kind of like referee the match i don't know how we're going to do that uh maybe we can like um i guess we'll have to like live stream it in some way or maybe like record it or something maybe discord will be helpful um i don't know how we i don't know how we would tangled how we do that how are we going to do the logistics of that i think the easiest thing to do is maybe we could touch base before the actual in the studio launch and we can we can do go through a run and do it on the discord and maybe you can report your um you know you can provide feedback when you launch um in the studio so instead of bogging down um the actual twitter space with 
trying, you know, to to actual compete in the game live. Maybe we do it behind the scenes, and then you can provide your feedback on on how it worked and just run through it and and how we're trying to test this online medium in terms of you know yeah, we'll playing little, in the digital uh, space. We'll, we'll do a little ESPN highlight reel. Yeah, it might not be a good idea to live stream the first go. Yeah, that's probably true. We'll we'll go with the ESPN highlight reel. That definitely works. All right. Well, I look forward to playing you next week. They've laid down. They got the atom. They're laying down the bets already. This is good. <laughs> I, I love how this went from like a fun game with some elements of your artwork to straight up gambling the first match ever. It's degen status, you know. It's for charity. It's for charity. Exactly. <laughs> It's for, it's for a beautiful cause. Well, thank you. Uh, we look forward to playing next week, and we'll definitely uh, share with everybody how that went. Um, now, going on to uh, our cre- other creators on that are joining us today, uh, who else we got here today? Shout out to Super Era. Thank you very much for all of the work that you're doing with the Flix Fanatics. Um, shout out to Daya, lovely founder, tremendous man. Shout out to Paul from Skynet, Lucid Dreamer. Thank you for um, thanks for joining us today. I know you're one of Sandy's people, and Sandy's amazing. Um, oh, one of our winners of a previous NFT giveaway, Star Not. Espier, would you like to join us up here? Because I am so upset that I fell asleep last night before the uh, Mickey Avalon concert. I'm so upset. And uh, one of our other creators, uh, Dope Stilo, threw an amazing party in the NFT, or I'm sorry, in the metaverse last night, I hear. Um, so, Espier, if you want to join me up here and tell me a little about it, that would be awesome. Uh, that was quick. Thank you. Espier, how are you, man? Twitter Spaces has been terrible today, but I am doing well. And I just want to say I am in for one, Adam, if I can join. I need to get a deck of cards. We might have to have a uh, might have to have like a little like three person tournament then I guess. I'm looking forward to beating your ass. But <laughs> <laughs> if there's a fourth with a deck, we'll have a we'll have a proper you know for a two v two tournament you know uh, two rounds and of the finals and then we'll be good. Single elimination tournament. Exactly, tangled. You might have to play if uh, nobody else in here has a deck yet, or just make somebody go buy a deck. How many how many decks are left, Tangled? So there's about 16 decks left. And if everyone, after everyone gets the feel of it, gets confident with their own decks, just remember there's individual cards for sale. So once you get used to the deck and if you feel you need to round out uh, a few of the uh, battle points or your defensive points, there's individual battle cards and utility cards for sale. So that was the approach we took is you have your... Um, starter decks that you can buy that are tournament regulation and then you can pad out your decks for tournaments by buying individuals but if you want to really stress test your deck after a few you know after a few tries i also have a founder's deck that's pretty op so you know i'm not going to use my brain for it you got to stress out your strategic approach to it but i do have a founder's deck that's not tournament uh, regulated, but it, it can definitely stress out your own deck. So anytime, you know, in the Discord, just add me and we can go. Awesome. Definitely we'll do that. Uh, Esprit, did you have a chance to go to the uh, Metaverse event last night? 
I tried to, but I did not see an invite link. But I stopped by the spatial um, space in the metaverse this morning and walked around. And really neat setup that they have. They had a bunch of NFTs on the walls for art that you could walk around and check out. And then they also had um, kind of this glowing orb that you could walk into. Uh, kind of right now, I forget what exactly happened, but uh, I saw some highlights and everything. And it looked like there was. Um, at least 50 people watching so that's a pretty good turnout um oh well, I, they meant it out. I think they were capped out at 50 okay that makes sense um yeah it was really cool i've viewed a handful of online concerts during the covid times and um they're interesting yeah to kind of sit at your computer and watch it but um yeah the added aspect of being able to interact with the metaverse is something that was yeah, you know, definitely need to check out more in the future. And then Mickey Avalon, that's a name I haven't heard in since college, which has been like <laughs> 10 years. So <laughs> Hey, you and me both. Well, how's your um how's your project going? The one we uh talked about with the uh the beer ideas. Oof. Um let's just say I was better in a better spot um funding the project before Terra crashed. So right now I am very sorry to hear that. Try, trying to figure out uh, really just the, the best way to proceed. I lost a lost a, a solid chunk of um, just the pro the project funding yeah, that I had months of staking rewards <laughs> turned into UST and um, additional money stored in UST to um, fund the lawyers and everything that I needed to get the project started. So still need to figure out how that is it's a real uh yeah wojack mcdonald's meme where i'm putting on the, the mcdonald's hat with all oh, the man. with all the crypto <laughs> <laughs> tattoos on my arm uh i'm really sorry to hear that man um how do you feel about the kind of like the the repair plan from Terra? i haven't gone down the road of checking that out um i'm not really sure of the plans i know there's a fork i saw that there are some other proposals um i know a lot of projects are trying to get terra developers to build on other networks so i until a, a final plan that i see um you know, it should be interesting but i i got hit you know all over from anchor to osmo to ust on sienna you know everywhere <laughs> so yeah so yeah i had um I had a little bit of Terra in Osmo. I had some staked. I had some, uh, I had a couple NFTs and uh, it's, it, I guess it affected everybody. Omniflix is a validator for uh, Terra. So you know, everybody across the, across the ecosystem, I'm sure felt it in some way. Yeah, people took bigger hits than I did, but um, yeah, it definitely hurts. I hope it's not true what I'm hearing that they made like accommodations to kind of save some of the whales and let everyone else go to hell. Cause if that's true, that's uh, not particularly cool, but I hope that's not the case. Um, yeah, there's definitely going to be winners and losers of the relaunch and you can't keep everybody happy, but you know, the, the terror community was so strong. Yeah. There are so many good YouTubers, so many good Twitter accounts to follow. Very educational on the, the cosmosm everything through through cosmos they really held it together so yeah they had a very engaged community and like i know one of the guys sefi that i've heard talk a few times about it um you know he's really really knowledgeable just about investing in general but 
yeah, very sad for that community and for the cosmos in general. But hopefully everybody will continue to build. Yep, building through the hard times is is the difficult part in this space. It's all easy whenever when the money's flowing in. Well, thank you for joining us and uh, sharing a little bit about your uh, unfortunate uh, situation. And uh, hopefully things get better for you and you can continue to build your project. Thank you, sir. Take care. Uh, Paul from Skynet, how are you, man? Hello. Uh, good morning from California. Um, things are going well. Um, took a lot. Uh, yeah, uh, feel, um, feel for the folk, the terror folks. Um, and that uh, attack is kind of amazing. Um, that um, fortunately, I was not only had about three hundred dollars in terror that that got squelched, but um, it did make you know the impact on the uh, the uh, crypto across the board as a result of that. You know, so I wasn't here yes or last Friday, but it, it did cause me to go and and start some consolidating of servers and stuff and reducing expenses um, from that but um been kind of trying to follow the terror thing but uh, it looks like they have a plan but um spear said just you know, just watching to see how it lands but anyway for the reason we're here is um with the um i do need to in order to move forward with getting my book NFT moving, I do need the uh, fee grant renewed. It expired, so I'm unable to uh, create the new collection and add in the JSON uh, uh, properties that uh, Chetan was requesting or discussing with me. Um, but basically, in summary, I am, you know, the, the book project is still there and uh, I'm ready to move forward on it and get that, um, get the uh, collection created so I can go ahead and get it out the door. Um, can you tell us, just for people that have can you tell us a little bit, like, uh, briefly what your collection's about? So my collection is, and it looks at this point, I have three stories that I started, and um, I'm calling them episodes because they're about 3,000 words, uh, you know, 1,500 to 3,000 words. The utility here, the fun thing with this is for each episode, um, people will be able to provide uh, input on the storyline or any aspect of the story characters you know just you know kind of if you have a thought or a vision on where uh, the story should go or maybe character development you know you can come to our uh, my discord that i've created and um, be able to provide that input to me the author and you know and we will grow that world um together um the uh um so that that's the utility there is the kind of a i guess you would say a, a community driven uh, storyline uh, or stories there so i really encourage uh, folks to uh come to the discord and, and of course pick up a story and start providing input and we can grow this world to, together that's it's so crazy and i wanted to talk to you about this since you first mentioned that but when I was on um, BitClout maybe a, a year and a half ago or so, give or take, I started the project very similar to that. And it was a, a story about deer, ironically. Uh, not ironically, but just 
uh, humorously, I live in a place that's very wooded and there's like deer everywhere. And so I decided to write a story from the perspective of the deer and turn that into an NFT and then hopefully have the community like, you know, provide input and contribute to the project. And I got about, I would write, you know, like one installment a week and uh, I got about eight installments in, but I just really wasn't having much, you know, feedback from the community. And it was kind of, maybe it was like too uh, out there and too like, you know, not, not uh, PC per se. Um, so maybe that's why I didn't get uh, a ton of engagement, but, um, you know, it, I kind of just, I zapped it, but I know, I knew the concept like was a good concept, you know, of story, like kind of like create your own ending goosebumps books almost that, um, if you remember those from when you were a kid, yeah. uh, but I think that's a really amazing concept. And I'm happy to see that you're, um, you know, and I hope you have, have great success with it. Thank you. And also, um, would, uh, I think things are slowing down on my end. So it would be uh, great to get in on the, the IBC uh, a card game, I do have a deck. I have deck number 10, so it might be fun to jump in on uh, that uh, this week. Oh, absolutely. We need a, we need a fourth. So if you want to join that, uh, that uh, four-person tournament, consider yourself in. All right. Sounds good. All right. Well, I'll DM you after the uh, show. And just a reminder to everybody that's here today, you, have, uh, you are already winners. Um, because everybody that's here today, if you can do me a favor and DM or do yourselves a favor as well, uh, DM me your Omniflix, uh, wallet address, and you will win a exclusive NFT from in the studio for the Genesis episode today. And that's going to go out to everybody that's joined us today. So if you want to get that, uh, in your wallet, shoot me a DM with your, uh, Omniflix address and we'll get that out to you, uh, in the next, within the next 48 hours or so. And... Uh, who else? Hey, Chef, can I just can I just double check? Is that the Omniflix Network DM or your own personal Twitter? Uh either or. Um, be, yeah, I guess I forgot I was on the Omniflix one. Um, I guess that I guess you can send it to the Omniflix one. Uh, you can send it to mine. Either or, we'll we'll get we'll get it to you. Thank you for the question, though. That's Super, great. how are you? Yeah, I'm doing good. Hi, everyone, uh, and welcome to our first episode of In the Studio. I really appreciate the work all of the creators have put in to uh, put their collections on our platform. And uh, I would just want to request that in case if any one of you would like to have any kind of promotions or mention anything regarding your NFTs on Omniflix, uh, please tag uh, Flix Fanatics too. It would be me, we have uh, Joseph, we have Money, we have Tenka with the team and we it will be easier for us to promote your collections too like this week uh, we are running a weekend flix event uh, which is interact with omniflix where we are trying to uh, promote the initial collections which were there including tardigrade tardigrade was the first collection on omniflix marketplace and we even have waveforms I remember that he used to be their member and uh, even he has been participating in the Weekend Flix event and has won some uh, rewards there. And from there, his journey has started to even uh, post his collection on Omniflix uh, Marketplace. So um, 
thank you guys and uh, i would really like to since i can see tardigrade is here i would really like to uh, ask him about his journey since the yeah, first day to. till now i've yeah. never gotten a chance to speak with them so i would love to right. i would love to hear from them so please tardigrade how are hi you? guys hi well thank you so when did you launch your uh, collection officially with omniflex that was that was uh, back before my time i think yeah, that was pretty much uh, at the time uh, Omniflix was launching. We did a pre-sale, actually. I think it was on the 26, 27 with our community. We did a over-the-counter. And then right after, uh, I think that was like a weekend. Then on Monday, I think, uh, was the official launch of the soft launch of the marketplace. It was 28. And from there on was uh, the regular sale directly on the platform. Uh, that was quite uh, interesting journey because uh, as we started right off the beginning, uh, there was no tooling or anything. So we had to do a lot of crazy things to manage to have a randomized launch for our collection. And then we, uh, uh, of course, uh, thanks with the help of Omniflix team, especially Sisla, that uh, we were able to first uh, distribute a a a a, a NFT that was um, like um, a drop pass, so people, you know, will will get this first, and then after the the block twenty two twenty two twenty two, we're gonna drop the randomized uh, tardigrade models to each one based on the specific block number it was crazy but at the end we could handle it it took a lot of time and effort because everything was done manually but we could accomplish our goal which was mint a randomized uh pfp collection and omniflip oh wow yeah so yeah i mean how did the uh collection uh turn out you know did you have um the success that you that you wanted uh, yeah, uh, overall, I would say yes, definitely. This is our first NFT uh, PFP collection that we launched, actually. And we're very pleased with the result. We are very glad and happy with our community, very engaged uh, community since the beginning. Uh, people love uh, our our collection, our, our mission. And even though we haven't uh, fulfilled entirely all the goals that we had, we are very uh, pleased with the result. Um, this will allow us to continue with the project uh, the next stages, which is uh, the next stage we're working right now is the design of the baby tardigrades. Uh, the first collection, the Genesis collection, had a total of 1,111. And uh, these were all uh, designed by hand. It was very laborious, long-term uh, uh, design. But then uh, this next one, thanks to the support of the community, we're able now to do a next minting with more numerous um, of the baby tardigrades. Uh, thanks to the fact that we're going to mix, we're, we're combining coding with uh, 3D design. Because as you know, uh, our, our collection is 3D art. And then the next one, we're combining uh, the 3D art with a uh, randomized um, automatically generated a uh, combination of traits for the babies. So we're combining both uh, thanks to the support of our community. That's awesome, man. Uh, congratulations. Uh, so can you, can you tell me what exactly is a tardigrade? 
Sure. <laughs> okay, so tardigrades are these little microscopic animals that live pretty much everywhere around the world. They have uh, eight limbs and they pretty much are indestructible. You know, they're very sturdy animals. They survive very low temperature, very high temperature. Uh, they even they have they have even survived uh, exposure to empty space. You know, they have done tests on uh, the International Space Station uh, where they release them on the vacuum of space, and then uh, they bring them back to Earth and see how many survive. Not all of them survive, but a lot of them survive. Uh, they put them in a state called a tomb state or cryptobiosis, which is a <laughs> interesting name, cryptobiosis, where they are inanimated, dehydrated, and then they expose them to space, bring them back, re uh, reanimate them, and several of them could survive. So you can see how, uh, re how do you say, sturdy they are. Uh, they, they survive even uh, some doses of radiation. So, so they're almost like cryogenically frozen. Uh, yeah, 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 pretty much. Uh, and then in 2019, there was uh, this uh, spacecraft that took some uh, payload, including tardigrades in this cryptobiosis state. Uh, but sadly, the mission uh, lost control of the spacecraft uh, went on the orbit around the moon, and then it crashed, and they couldn't measure much after that. But, um, I mean, th there are tardigrades on the moon right now. So that's that was like a very interesting thing for me to see. And I saw this was the perfect, uh, you know, character to have in our collection, the first collection we will do uh, on the cosmos. So what 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 a better suitor than uh, the the only animal that you can say is in the moon, right? And it has to buy space. SpaceX uh, rocket ship was it? That's correct. Yeah, that's <laughs> um that's a mission from the uh, Israel uh, Space Agency. They use um a one of these rockets, I think Falcon Falcon Nine rocket from SpaceX to deliver the the payload around uh, putting in orbit around the moon. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Well, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing a little bit about the project, and um, it's great to meet you. The on the Genesis episode of in, of in the studio, we have our Genesis creator, uh, Tardigrades. So thank you so much for being here. Does anybody have any questions for Tardigrades? I just want to say I love the idea of a, a Tardigrade. It's such a an ugly creature, but you made them look so cute <laughs> and cuddly. <laughs> and uh, I really think it's a perfect um creature to use for the cosmos ecosystem because they are so resilient in space so i just want to say um yeah good job on creativity for the project absolutely thanks yeah that's one of the things we were considering on uh on the design phase we were like okay these are like a very good candidate as a character but damn <laughs> their face is not very appealing so we were like okay let's do them in a turn them in a very cute character so they can be appealing for the next stages. Also, we beside the NFT collections, we also have plans to make uh, videos uh, talking about Cosmos, Cosmos projects. So we want them to be very welcoming to you know outsiders. So we want something to be pleasant to see. So we decided to give them this uh, cute aspect of them. And yeah, people really love them. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And we are, uh, we are very thankful to have you on the show today. Um, anybody else? Uh, Super, did you have any questions for uh, Target Rage? No, I really actually 
even speak to him a lot of times on Discord, and I really appreciate the work they have put in. I suppose uh, Tangle Cosmon wants to speak. Uh, yes, sir. Go ahead, please. Yeah, uh, I just wanted to ask Tardigrades a quick question. Um, what's the the biggest difference uh, that you're taking into the baby Tardigrades? Like when you're launching, your approach to launching the second time around, what's the biggest difference and the biggest changes that you're making? Okay, well, the first big, uh, the biggest change is the fact that it's going to be a larger collection and it will be priced way lower than the original um, Genesis collection. Uh, and this is because, as, as I mentioned before, we're, we're able to do them as uh, generative art, like most uh, NFT collections, because uh, the first collection took a lot of work, uh, obviously have to be priced as, uh, as it should. But then um, maybe some people don't see, don't understand the work behind it. So we decided to go the typical, which is a generative route, which is automatically, randomly everything. The previous collection was like a handcrafted. We decided each trade, each combination of traders, I should I say, uh, to make to make um, sense. Like one of the ones we like is uh, like the cook. He has a chef hat and he has a you know, like, uh, uh, I don't know, ingredients of food on the hand, like a hot dog and then a ketchup on the other hand, stuff like that, or the police police grade. We put in with a police hat, we make it blue. And then, um, you know, I have the coffee on the hand, on the donut, you know, typical things of a, a cartoon and the police. Uh, this one, the next one, the baby grades, will, baby category will be like totally ramped. That's another big difference. Um, another thing that we're going to do different is uh yeah we will not care so much about the combination of traits and we will add some more crazy things and because uh, we see that people like to th this this generative thing and then have a very low cost so make it more accessible to people one of the things we realized is that uh, some people uh, wanted to have a more uh, a lower entry for the collection so we decided okay let's leave the genesis as a top end let's say and this next one, more generative, randomized, automatically generated, uh, where people, anybody can get it uh, for a very low cost. Did you, did you have, uh, was like creating NFTs with rarity, uh, you know, having individual ones that were, you know, rare within the collection, something that was important to you? Was, it, was uh, that something you focused on when you were creating it? Okay, good question. Yeah, uh, for the Genesis, we wanted to give special traits to have some certain rarity. We didn't uh, per se uh, calculate it in advance. We just, as we went, we weren't adding them and we said like, okay, we, we were gonna make this more rare than this one, but we don't actually have like a table we follow to have it because, um, you know, as it was very organically created, uh, we don't have a specific um, ratios. Uh, we, we are gonna have a calculation later and, and release it to the public uh, for the uh, Genesis one. It, it was like that, like very organic. There are some traits more rare than others yet. Yes, but uh, the next collection will be more planned ahead. We were gonna add certain criteria uh, for the traits, even though it's gonna be randomized. That one was gonna be specifying advanced, like how much, how many percent will have this trait, this other trait, uh, but the combination will be totally random. Oh, okay. That's awesome. So uh, will it be a blind mint? Yes, exactly. That's great. That's awesome. Uh, when do you expect the second collection to come out? 
Hmm. Good question. Um, should be by the mid. No, should be now about the end of Q2. So we're talking about a month, maybe. And just uh, for people that are you know in the process of creating a collection or want to create a collection, thinking about it, what does your team look like? Like, how many people are on it besides you? Uh, the okay. The main team is composed by two people, and then we have a part-time. Uh, student that help us with uh, some social network thing so yeah the core team you can say two people cool that's awesome and your um you, the majority of your communication takes place on discord um he, I, I would say our broadcasting mostly on twitter and the activities we do because we realize not everybody uses discord but we open the discord for those who like to to use it um but i would say the a general broadcast is mostly on Twitter, and we use Discord to uh, do some other things. But we try to focus everything on, on on Twitter because we want to reach most people. Like all the giveaways and activities we do, we normally conduct them on Twitter and reply them on on Discord. Uh, of course, there are some things that you can only do in Discord, like assign uh, uh, roles. But that's pretty much it. Like maybe we organize some activities there because of the roles, but most of the broadcasting of communication is Twitter because that's where we believe most of uh, participants are. Gotcha. Very. That's very insightful. Thank you for sharing that. Um, thank you for joining us. Anybody else uh, have any questions for our OG creator, uh, Charlie Ridge? Well, thank you so much for uh, for sharing your project up here. Um, thank you, Daddy Grades. Uh, no, now coming back from uh, the the OG creators, there are a lot of other projects which are coming on our platform soon, and one of those which I'm excited about is Ollie's. So uh, I could see that uh, the creator Wolfman Nose is there. Can yeah, I, I request him to before. come on stage. I invited him before. Um, see if we can get hmm. him up here. Now that you called him out. And also, I'd love to hear from Lucid Dreamer, one of uh, one of our awesome creators, Sandy Toes, who uh, has referred lots of her friends over here. Uh, sure. I know your project is uh, is out and and very interesting. I'd love to speak to you as well. Okay, maybe uh, maybe he he's busy. Yeah, let's let's uh, yeah, so Lucid let's Dreamer. call Lucid Dreamer. Hello, how's it going? How are you? Good, good. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course. Yeah, could you tell us a little bit about your project? Sure. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm really new to this. Um, I put out a project called uh, Clockworks, or Clockworks Man, I can't remember. Um, and it's, uh, I'm an AI artist, and so I created this whole cyberpunk collection. Uh, and I've slowly been putting out pieces um into the you know the obvious fix market and it, it's been great <laughs> the experience has been great i have to say um and i'm also uh working with sandy toes um who's who's you know awesome she's <laughs> she's all over the place but uh so she's a photographer and we work together uh to create this art where she sends me all of her photographs and we create, you know, almost a fantasy collection. We, and one that we're looking at bringing to the Omniflix network is called um, Fantastical Animals. And so we're excited to bring that over. Um, and hopefully, I think I'm going to start uploading it this weekend. So it should be fun. 
That's awesome. Yeah, I saw the I saw some of the artwork and it looks it's like crazy, but awesome at the same time. Oh, thanks. Yeah, no, and it it actually it went pretty well. <laughs> so I I put up my first few pieces and they sold out pretty quick, and then uh, I just put out the second set, which is fun. How big is the collection? Right now, I think it's at twenty three pieces. So yeah, and it's good. That's awesome. Yeah, we we love we love small collections because that makes them even more rare. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you have a second collection planned with her, or are you uh, working on something on your own, or like what's uh, what's next for you? Well, I'm uh, as an AI artist, I'm I'm pretty big in the AI community, and um, so we're working on um, some bigger collections with bigger artists, um, and I think we have like a team of twelve uh, working on this. Uh, robotics collection and so we're looking at potentially bringing it over so yeah hopefully <laughs> that would be nice one day so do you as an ar can you tell us like a little bit um like what it is like being an ai artist for people that you know aren't familiar with you know what exactly uh that means yeah for sure actually and this is funny because um you know as part of the community we realized that uh People really have no idea what AI art is about, and is it artistic? Is it you know just almost generative? No, no, no. <laughs> so, um, what AI art is uh, is um, okay. <laughs> it's very technical, but um, the um, so you know you think of uh, art in general, and so what these researchers have done has they've compiled billions of pictures and billions of, of, you know, different art pieces and, and artists. And so what they've done is they've, they brought all this data in together and um, basically compiled it. So they've extracted features. So if you think of, you know, Picasso art and um, they can actually extract basically the style that, you know, Picasso paints. And so if you want to, um, you know, bring in something in the style of Picasso, you can actually do that, but you can combine it with different other features where let's say you want, you know, uh, cats on the moon in the style of Picasso. You can actually do that, then combine it in such a way. And so you're, you're, you're more directing, um, this very powerful, you know, uh, are like a process that you can actually create some pretty amazing things. That's awesome, man. That's, that's, it's like technology at your fingertips creating, you know, it's like bringing your ideas and your brain to life without, you know, having to grab a paintbrush. Yeah, exactly. And I, I always see it as, you know, I've been given a paintbrush with superpowers <laughs> and honestly, you know, as, as part of the AI community, we see this as a wave because, um, you know, there, there's certain backlash and I understand that some people, you know, that painters that have spent years, you know, developing their style um, can see us come in and um, create something, you know, of similar nature, um, but we're able to do it in a shorter amount of time. And, you know, it's very similar to any other uh, newer technologies, like when photography came in. Um, you know, the traditional artists were very upset about this. They said, this is not art. This is too easy. You know, click one picture, you're done. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's and again, like 
with uh, the power of Photoshop, you know, those kind of things. Um, so there's, there's been sort of a little bit of backlash for us. So we look, we like to, you know, educate the public and show them that this is just a tool and to do, you know, real good quality art takes quite a bit of time. Uh, and I'm spending, you know, like weeks on, on certain pieces just to get it to the style that, that works for me. So it's, it's more like, uh, kind of, like regenerating and regenerating regenerating and regenerating until you're satisfied with what it is that you were thinking of in the first place it has now been created. Yeah, exactly. And, and I like to create, um, you know, animation pieces and that takes, you know, incredible amounts of time, just starting, stopping, restarting, all that kind of stuff. So it is, yeah. And, but again, you know, it's incredibly fun because you can be creative in this way. Are there uh, like particular platforms that you would suggest to somebody that's um, you know trying or aspires to be an NFT artist? Uh, you know, is there anything that you would suggest for them? Um, I suggest joining the community. Um, you know, I came into this whole NFT thing um, completely not understanding, you know, how it all works, and I thought, okay, maybe this is a money making venture, um, but I quickly found out that. Um, the, the real benefit of this whole thing is the community is growing, is being creative and, you know, um, so yeah, the, the, you know, and that's, that's just been the greatest part of it. And of course, you know, there is <laughs> a money aspect to it, but, um, just, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I just really have found, you know, a community that I love, that I have friends in and, you know, I like to grow that way. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I find your collection to be very intriguing, and I'll definitely keep following your work because um, it's really cool. Thanks so much. Thank you for joining us. Okay. Nice yeah, uh, uh, joining us, Mark. Okay, well, thank you. Uh, I will also uh, like to request all the creators that soon we will have our Flix token uh, launch and uh, probably tokenomics and all those. You can even uh, try and create some promotions around that and tag us so we can forward those and uh, probably promote those further. And I can also see now that Wolfman Nose is here and yes. uh, I have seen his collection all is it's vibrant. I have been with him since he launched his first collection and now he's ready to launch his next collection on Omniflix. So, um, I would like to request you to come on stage and mention something about your uh, about your collection when you're planning to launch on Omniflix and uh, what how your journey has been till now. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. I'm really excited to be here and really excited to be able to be a part of the Omniflix family and um, be a part of this Genesis chat. That uh, I think Omniflix has a lot of big things in the pipeworks, and I'm so excited to be at the foundation of all of this that's happening. Um, the, uh, your, the the cover photo on your Twitter profile is that something that you created as well? Yeah, yeah, that's actually uh, the inside of our hoot house. So that's kind of an Easter egg I put in my own. If you guys kind of sometimes come to my profile, there might be Easter eggs hidden in my profile pic or in my banner of uh, things that we're gonna release later on. So nice find. <laughs> that's really cool. But yeah, yeah. You tell us a little bit about the project, man. That's because your artwork is beautiful. Thank you so much. Yeah, so we um, well, we plan to mint on the May 27th on Stargaze and Omniflix. We're kind of doing a duel. The, the goal of that it really is is that uh, Ali's is 
is really wanting to bridge the cosmos together and show the power of interoperable um, abilities through the NFTs, through tokenization, everything like that. And so, um, and we really love what Omniflix is doing. And so that's one of the reasons we reached out uh, really early on in all of this process, um, being able to talk to Sisla uh, and others. Um, it was it was awesome. You know, it was super working with Super as well to uh, you know just to better understand the Omniflix platform and the the vision there, and uh, you know just sending them some of the bits of artwork as we came out with their collections. Um, and so, sorry, my my daughter just walked out. She said, <laughs> "I've got all four kids here. My wife is gone. So if oh, I man. do get interrupted, please don't uh, shoot me. I've got four daughters. So my oldest is." 14 my youngest is six and uh they're all gross so it can well. get lively in my house <laughs> yeah i'm um, sure that keeps you a little bit busy yeah uh but so originally we started out with uh you know the vision of alleys being a trading card game um you know that you can utilize um just the different aspects i, I apologize also i'm also sick so this has just been a whirlwind of a week so if I'm a little scatterbrained, don't uh, don't shoot me. Um, <laughs> um, let me see here. So, yeah. So the Genesis first press alleys that we did on Stargaze, those were more of a launch pad for playable NFTs that will eventually be able to make it into the the final stage where we'll have like PvP batches, uh, matches and battles. Uh, but we were, what we really wanted to do is we wanted to create like a deflationary ecosystem for NFTs, and so. Uh, we wanted to gamify the whole processes of onboarding into the metaverse. And so what we did was we created a whole trading card game um, that you will end up in with at the end of your character that you can actually play in the metaverse uh, against other players, as well as eventually in the Alleyverse metaverse, which we are planning to build inside the Passage ecosystem. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, so how far away is that? So that's definitely further down the roadmap, but the PvP is like the first on on the the roadmap as far as like outside of the the trading guard game is number one, um, getting those launched uh, and and put out. Um, but the after that, then we'll be moving into the the side of building out the entire like what you see at that who's house that hoot house that'll be part of the like hoot house uh, arena that you'll be able to go to and. Um, you know, be able to, to, if you look at some of like what the Passage Metaverse does as far as like being able to move about freely um, and hang out with other people, that's very much like what our goal is like to uh, be able to have that kind of environment for PvP where people can hang out. They can be like, hey, you want to battle? Let's battle. And they'll, you know, be able to go off into one of the rooms and start a battle at a table. And other people will be able to come around and watch as people play out their game. Um, and so obviously it's in early stages. We actually have some really awesome mock-ups that we'll be dropping with the website, um, which should be available um, very soon. Um, so that's really exciting too. Um, and as far as the ONFTs, um, it's it's like an outlying, out, outerlying project uh, based still in the Alleyverse, but also based outside of it as well. It's kind of becoming an overarching project of uh, being a membership of the Alleyverse, um, but also uh, we have plans to create ONST.com, which will be in another exciting element to being an owner uh, and staker inside the, the Alley's ecosystem and owning one of the ONFTs. Very interesting. Um, so what, like, how did you start with your art? Like, where, what, what kind of uh, artist are you? Uh, 3D art or, um, or what? 
So actually, my wife is the artist. Um, she was the one who originally created the first uh, set of owls that um, the owls that we have now are based on. We actually have a, another main artist. We have a couple artists that we work with. Uh, the main artist is the one who created the original Owlies collection. Um, and he's also the one who built the, the O Club. Um, and he does a lot of our other mock-up work. And so he's uh, a big part of building out that ecosystem. And then we have a separate artist who we're working with on the O collection itself um, and building those out too. Very interesting. Maybe uh, you and Tangled can connect on your uh, on the trading card side, on the trading card game side. Yeah, I think there's a lot of fun, cool things to talk about and a lot of things that for all ecosystems to benefit from, uh, from learning and, and being able to innovate. That's what's so cool about being in the Cosmos ecosystem is the ability to really um, pivot, learn, grow, and develop new ways to use our NFTs, to use uh, the gamified versions. You know, that's what's so cool is, is we're so early in this ecosystem too. There's, there's so much more that can be built, so much more utility, so much more fun, so much more ways to be creative and innovative and to work together in partnerships and doing things like that. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, your your uh, clubhouse there looks like it's almost like out of like a animated movie, like Avatar or something. Yeah, so there's the the overarching story really is that uh, the Owlies are uh, kind of a mirror image of us, uh, about a hundred years or so in the future, and um, and so you have two sets of owls. You have an owls that are kind of here now, where uh, maybe uh, you know there's a fallout, right, and. Um, uh, they go out into the wooded areas, into the mountainous regions, right? And they kind of reject technology and they create this whole world and ecosystem outside of what we kind of live now. Um, and then the other side is actually the, the side that went into the cities and split and lives inside the metaverse. And um, and so there's like a whole overarching story there. And then there's the ONFTs, which are more kind of like this um, spiritual overwatchers. Um, we call them the watchers. Um, the interchain protectors. And so um, they were, uh, there's a whole storyline that I don't want to leave too much on, but uh, the cyberpunk alleys that live inside the cities um, begin to to wake up. And that's kind of where the, the first alley breaks off and starts the very first Hoot House. And so um, all this too will be stole, uh, told through uh, uh, graphic novels. Um, so we're, we're, we have those in development too, and we'll start to leak those out to O Club members and GFP members. So they get to be the first ones to have first looks at um, everything that we're creating and the storyline behind it all. And of course, when the website drops, a lot of that story will be on there, but there's still so much more to be told. And really the exciting part about a lot of this is that once this foundation is built, once this world is there, once people have playable characters, is the exciting part is then for people to get to start telling their own stories inside these worlds, um, you know, for for users to actually be able to create their own storylines and have the rights to be able to to build out um, their own thing with inside the Alleyverse. So we're really excited about that end goal of that as well. Are there evil owls? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Definitely. Um, Hey, hon, I can't talk right now. I'm on a call, okay? Um, yes, there are, and that's what some of what you'll see inside the, um, there is a underlying battle, a war that's been hidden mostly um, from the masses that has been seen on for quite some time, um, and all of that will come out in the storyline as well as um, as different playable cards come out and are released too. And so that's, going back to that too, that's the the whole kind of, timeline on all of this is 
Um, you have the GFP launch, then you have the O Club NFT launch. And then from there, we'll launch the, the that'll be the whitelist for the main game. Um, and so when that mints, they'll be minted in monster boxes and you'll get them in packs of 10. They'll come in with eggs. And so from there, you'll you'll actually pair the eggs and hash them into the different stages of, of the Owlies. Um, and there are five stages total that you'll work through. And so that that's the part that's defied. Um, and uh, so, you know, by staking Owlies, you'll earn a token called branch token. Um, and by using those branch tokens, you're able to mint uh, branch NFTs. Those branch NFTs are then used in combination with your eggs to take your egg and hatch in, uh, into a baby owly. Uh, and then that must have taken like a lot of uh, like planning to just like put this all together. How long did it take you to come up with, like with the with like a finished concept? Well, it's still not finished, right? So we're still continually developing it and making it even more intricate as we go. That's what I love about this whole process is, um, you know, as we're going through this, there's just there's always more. There's always more. There's always more. Um, and that's what gets me excited because I'm a builder. I love to build. I love to create. Um, and I've done that most of my life. Um, and so it actually started in January. I had this insane um, feverish dream that, uh, that, that kind of brought about this entire universe. Um, and I just began to, to throw it down my mind. I'm a, I'm a person who works things out in their minds for long periods of time. And I did that and then I began to just write it all down and, and, and strategize the entire thing and break everything out into pieces. And, uh, and then from there, um, I began to, you know, from being, um, it was actually all inspired too. This whole dream was inspired by my wife's own artwork. She drew a picture of two owls that were, that I was, that I'd said before, um, and they were a representation of us and our love. And, um, I've actually been a collector of owls. Uh, both of us have, we have owls all over, throughout our house artwork that we've gotten from local artists here. Uh, where we're based out of in Texas, and um, my grand my grandmother actually collected owls her whole life too. So it's a multi generational love and affinity for owls, um, but also just my own wife's love for me. I think sparked this whole dream of this this adventure, you know, that it became. Um, and from there, I took the owls that she created, as well as some other owls that I really loved. And um, instead of using AI, right, I, I I took it to an artist who was incredibly talented and I laid everything out that I wanted it to be. And uh, it was amazing. The first owl, um, the teen owl that we have in the GFP collection was the very first owl that he sent back to me. And he, he just said, you, you perfectly encapsulated. I saw it instantly. Um, and it was just so amazing uh, because it was like a, it was such a God thing for, for me in my life and an affirmation of, of uh, the, the spiritualness that I put in, in, in forth and the way that I live my life and the way that I put him first. Um, because it was just an affirmation of right there, uh, being able to have something like that. And then from there, it was just one after another, the dominoes began to just fall all in the right place. Um, and, and from there, we submitted to the community vote in Stargaze. Um, and, you know, they had two different ones and we won by a long shot on on each one. You know, there was overwhelming love for for the project from the very beginning from the community, which was even more inspiring and exciting to be able to continue to push and innovate and drive and just reinvent and, and, and build this whole thing even more um, than it originally was envisioned as. So, um, you know, seeing so much of what Passage is building and their world and the possibilities um, that they're enabling uh, people to build is just inspiring and um, really exciting that it's open to anyone to come build in 
Um, and that's something that um, Allie's is really, really pumped to be able to utilize those tools and to build in that. And that's what's been so amazing about this whole process, right, is uh, launching, you know, our DAO on Juno, um, being able to put that there, how easy that is to be able to set up for people to be able to build in these ecosystems throughout Cosmos, you know, the, uh, the ability to launch a token so simply um, to be able to get your community into a place where we can all work together and decide the future uh, so simply. And then the tools that Omniflix has built and is building, what Stargaze is building. Uh, it's just absolutely amazing because this wasn't a possible, like the project, my ideas would have been great six months, a year ago, but it wouldn't even have been possible without these teams all laying this incredible foundation to interoperate all these technologies and for us to be able to, to see that and see how they can tie in together and then build something even bigger and greater within that to bring the community together and get behind and have a lot of fun doing it. That's, that's an incredible story. Um, what's, what's your background? Like, how did you um, start working in the NFT space? So I've been in crypto since 2013. Um, there's a place called Brave New Books in Austin, Texas. Uh, shout out to Harlan Dietrich. Um, he was the founder there. It's no longer there, unfortunately, um, but it was there for a long time. And some incredibly predominant speakers in this space, um, founders and political people, have were speaking there for a lot of years, uh, educating and talking about that. And he was actually the one who taught me about Bitcoin um, uh, early on. And, and immediately when I found out about it, I went and got, uh, you know, used my tax return and bought two miners and started mining Bitcoin in 2014. And, um, you know, I'm just a huge believer in decentralization. And uh, I was uh, in on the Liberty dollar when it came out, uh, was so excited about what that was. And then when the feds came in and seized everything and destroyed the project, it was it was devastating to see. But at the same time, one of the precursors to led to what Bitcoin is and, and, and will be. Um, and so, you know, for me, being in that background, being in the space for so many years, seeing everything come and go um, on top of uh, in 2008, I started a company called Hemp360. Um, so we did, uh, um, you know, before that, I was an activist. So I was an educator about GMOs and fluoride in the water and toxicity and, and different uh, vaccines and things like that. And, um, you know, from there, it spawned into being able to start something where we could be an activist full time. So we became full time educators about hemp and what it can do. You know, if if, uh, if we were actually to able to to replace like corn and soy and other crops in this country um, and just start growing hemp like we did in the, for the war effort, uh, you know, the amount of CO2 reduction, uh, the United States could be carbon uh, neutral, like almost instantaneously because the crop grows so quickly, too. Um, you know, so if we really want to leave a, 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 a lead a more real effort towards anything in that direction, you know, hemp is really at the core foundation of so much of that. I mean, if we started building all of our homes out of industrial hemp, uh, you know, it absorbs 20 tons of carbon every year um, just in one home, you know, uh, and in and, and itself, the hemp plant actually restores the soil. Right. And so there's so many benefits to hemp. It was such a a passion belief behind it that we created a product, uh, a line of pro skincare products with hemp seed oil. Um, and of course, now for the last several years, we've been doing CBD as well. Um, and so I That's... created all the formulas. I designed all the labels. I launched the website. Um, you know, I was, a, you know, not, not a deep coder, but I, I did what I could, you know, as far as like learning, you know, basic coding back then, um, you know, basic design from that point on. And, and I've just grown it from, you know, having our labels originally on like little printing shipping labels, 
typed out to our full-fledged designs that you'll see on our website now. That's absolutely fascinating, man. Um, I imagine that there's going to be some questions for you with everything that you shared. Does anybody have uh, any questions for uh, Wolf for Wolfman? Uh, actually, I had a question about uh, waitlist. Uh, whitelist. When we will be having a whitelist for the for the next collection? Because it's in the week now. Yeah, so the the white click, the whitelist really is just the GFPs. We had planned originally, we didn't have one for the GFPs as well. We didn't plan on having any whitelist, but we decided that the people who support us through this will be be the ones who get the whitelist. So the the whitelist is owning a GFP. So if you own a GFP, you're whitelisted um, uh, for that. You know, that's that's mainly what we have right now. And you think you're from Austin. Um, the, uh, there's, I know there's the Central Con down in Austin coming up in June. Are you going to be uh, at any of those events? Yeah, we plan to attend. We'd, we'd, we'd looked at getting into a booth and had planned to do a lot of big things, but it kind of all fell through at the last minute. So um, hoping to have something uh, next time it comes. Um, but yeah, uh, we should, you should be able to see me and some of the other members of the team walking around. I think I might be down there as well. I'm not sure yet, but uh, if I am, I'll definitely look for you. Yeah, we'll definitely have to connect. That'd be great. Well, yeah, that, that, thank you so much for sharing your story because that was very, uh, very insightful and uh, across many spectrums. Uh, you have a very interesting history. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, it's been an, um, it's been an amazing journey um, and something that I've wanted to do for a long time is, is to build in the crypto space. And um, I, I didn't learn to code early on enough. And so that kept me out of the space for a long time. And I didn't feel like creating a, a crap coin, right? Um, but now we're at this point where we, you know, the, the vision of being able to tokenize so many different things. And and so, um, you know, being able to build something in this space and something that can have real value and bring people together and hopefully teach them about the space too. We hope to, to put together a lot of really good um, educational um, materials, not just about how to use alleys, but how to set up your wallet and uh, things like that too, so that people who are onboarding into the NFT space, um, you know, continue to add to that education because anything that can help bridge that barrier to bring people in is exactly what we all want. It's better, it's good for the whole ecosystem. Um, and and then that's kind of where our our part of the Ali's tokenomics comes into play too. Like part of our budget, three percent of the the tokenomics are built into what we call Hoot Hacks, kind of um, inspired by Juno Hacks. Um, and the goal for Hoot Hacks really is uh, multifaceted. Um, you know, the, we'll have these awesome contests for, for coding different things, but also building out different games that any NFT can use. So any project will be able to use it. So we can build projects, uh, you know, gaming projects out that could be used on Omniflix, that could be used on Stargaze, could be used on Juno, um, and, and be able to have these kind of events to help create those kind of innovations to, to build that out, but also have those hoot hacks to where people who want to build assets for the Alleyverse, right, um, will be able to that can be used in actual building out of that infrastructure um, and things like that too. We'll also have contests that'll, that'll be multifaceted in the different areas that anyone can really, any, any kind of creator, you don't have to just be a, a dev. You can be, you know, a designer or anything else and be able to come in and participate in these and win prizes from that and, and make the space more rich and better for everyone involved. That's funny that you say that. Are you familiar with Omniflix TV? Uh, a little bit. So that's uh, our interactive uh, video streaming and con and video content production platform that is out in alpha right now. Um, it's not like able to be used self-service yet in the studio, but, uh, but it will. Um, but 
you can use that to create interactive video content where if you want to educate your community on how to do something or how to use your wallet or how to you know interact with your platform at all really you can create a video uh you can create prompts within that video and have it so that you know your audience can compete against each other if it's something that's like a quiz format you can have them compete against each other. You can issue them NFTs or IBC tokens as awards or rewards for uh, participation or for uh, competing and winning. You know, there's a lot of things that you can do with that. So I think that'll definitely be beneficial for your project once we, um, you know, as you move move through the process of it. Well, and that's just another reason why we're here minting half of our collection on Omniflix because you guys are building out so many amazing tools um, that the long-term vision for alleys is a lasting vision with a long roadmap and uh that's one of the reasons that we chose you guys is because i can see the same thing with everything that you're building there is a long-term vision with a long roadmap with solid planning already in place for so many different things and i love that because that means that there's going to be something more for my community right all the steps down the road there's going to be so much more down the road and that's really exciting Absolutely. And we also have Omniflix.me coming out in the, in the next maybe week or so. Um, and uh, if you're not familiar with that, it's uh, kind of like you're almost like a MySpace concept for the Web3 space where you'll be able to have, you know, your collection displayed and you'll, you'll be able to put, it, put up events. You'll be able to have video content, audio content, um, you know, display NFTs that are non-transferable that are, you know, on your profile as badges of honor or, or um for loyalty or to a project or anything like that, you know, you'll be able to issue different NFTs to people that will be able to, if you, if, if they're, you know, the top owl in your uh, brigade of owls, so to speak, you know, you, you can issue different things like that and display them on your profile, which um, I think a lot of people will benefit from. Um, but there, yeah, we do, we do have, and thank you for saying that. that uh, it was very kind of you to say, but we, you know, we, one thing that I've learned since being here, I've only been with Omniflix for now, maybe two and a half months or so. And one thing I've learned is that these guys, you know, they've been working for since 2018, trying to put together something that's sustainable and that's, you know, it's got a shelf life and, uh, you know, we'll be here through the ups and the downs in the market. Exactly. You know, and that's one of the reasons too, why um, I came to you guys as well as like the lend borrow feature alone uh, is such an exciting uh, addition that um, is just uh, has a lot of meaning to the, the ONFT um, membership NFT, right? Because um, you'll be able to then lease out that and rent that. So if you see some of the perks or benefits coming up for for the Alleyverse that you're really excited about that you want to participate in, you'll be able to to go and and borrow. Right? You don't you you know you can't buy one, you can't afford one. You can still have a chance to be able to participate in what the the O Club, what ONFT is doing. Um, and that's to me is really exciting, especially when it comes to like our PVP side of things. Um, we definitely have a lot of ideas and plans on as far as integrating that kind of features uh, into the game and being able to take like, you know, some of the, like someone can take their top, top, top contending uh, alleys, right. And put them up and, and loan them out. Um, and then somebody, somebody who is trying to build a really good deck uh, to be able to go battle with, right. They can come and they can, they can borrow one from the marketplace, um, you know, or several, right. And build this Epic deck to try to go win, uh, some of the prize pools that we're going to be doing because we're going to, you know, once a PVP launches, there's there's a whole like, there's going to be regular battles that people can do. And we're going to set up some systems where they can even like bet their own alley um, and the lend borrow feature comes in there, right? Like you can 
you can win the, someone else's alley for a period of time and then it returns back to them. So you'll be able to stake it to earn Stardust or you'll be able to um, use it in, in in your own battles or whatever you want to do too. But um, as far as like, you know, then being able to take your your actual character and set it out, right? Then it then someone else can take it into one of those battles for one of those prize pool tournaments that we want to have um, and, and battle with it. And then it comes back to you even stronger, um, right? Because there's going to be in-game uh point systems as well that'll that'll not be set to the user but will be linked to the nft itself so that whenever that nft comes into a gameplay uh, it'll have its own stats built into it right that are that continue to stay with the nft um whoever is the owner of it so there what's nice is that means that there's transferable value you really do have true ownership over your nft even side inside and what what's what's built inside there stays with that ownership of that NFT, and being able to lend that out is even more exciting because then there's that person who's lending it out gets to to make right on that end as far as lending it out, but at the same time it comes back more valuable to them. So now they can even charge more the next time that it comes back. Um, and of course that's all further down the road, but that's just such a, a an exciting like the idea of being able to take something like what you guys are building right and then build on top of that. Because you're building that out, I don't have to sit here for all this time to build that out myself, right? I get to build on top of that. And that's what I mean, too, about what's so exciting about what Juno and Omniflix and Stargaze and Passage and everyone is doing is they're creating a system where people like me can take all the pieces that they've put together and build something amazing on top of it. We don't have to spend years doing what you guys are doing, right? Um, to build all this out so that, that that it can be done. Like, we're getting to that point now where how easy it is to build a website, it'll be that easy for people to build projects out, launch their own blockchains, do whatever they want in this space. And that's what, to me, has me so pumped and excited about the capabilities of what Allies can be and do because of teams like yours building all these toolings out that are only going to get better for us as we go along on this journey. That's that's, that's really, um, yeah, I, 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 me as a person that doesn't code, um, you know, it, that also kind of got, I was in the same space as you, you know, where I don't, I don't want to go and create a shit coin and, uh, you know, just try to get in space that way. You know, I'm, I founded a project when I was uh, 23 years old, when I graduated college and I started an online ordering and delivery service for restaurants in college towns. And I was the first company that was able to accept student ID card payments as a method of payment through my website. And going back then, if I could have had like a, you know, a blockchain infrastructure and have, um, you know, all these different bells and whistles that are so simple to throw, throw onto a project. Now mm. it would have made a light years of difference. You know, I ended up selling the project when I, uh, got to the point of, you know, I, I can't really grow it much more myself. And I, uh, moved on to the blockchain space, which is what I was passionate about in 2017. But, you know, I, I can only imagine what would have been possible uh, looking at what I did without any kind of blockchain infrastructure, you know, it's it's crazy what you can do now without any technical uh, background. Sorry, I had a phone call come. Well, I got cut off there. <laughs> no problem. Uh, well, I really appreciate you sharing all that with us because uh, that, that was very insightful. And one of the things that I wanted to do today was make sure that uh, that we add value for, uh, for all of our listeners and all of our creators and you helped me achieve step one. I got a little bit more uh, in a couple of minutes for everybody, but uh, definitely really appreciate everything that you shared. It was very insightful and very, uh, very helpful. Does anybody have any uh, questions for Wolfman? 
Well, thank you so much for joining us, man. I hope you'll be here next week with us. Uh, absolutely. I, I definitely would love to be a part of the Future Spaces and uh, really grateful for you guys doing this and having me on and um, really love the community and love being here and really excited for uh, everything you guys are doing. Keep doing it. I appreciate that. Thank you, man. You enjoy the rest of your day. Um, thank you. And I see Steak Pile's been up thank here you, uh, very patiently waiting. I almost forgot. Thank you. Uh, Steak Pile, I almost forgot about you. I invited you up here before, and you've been sitting very patiently waiting. Um, would you like to share uh, anything about your uh, yourself or your project, uh, what you're working on? Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having us on here. Um, you know, we're just listening to the story from Wolfman, um, and uh, you know, I, I love the, the journey and the story from there. Um, and I, I got kids too, so I, I know exactly uh, you know how how it is, uh, you know how busy it is, and how hectic uh, a schedule can get. Um, myself, I got you know uh, three kids as well, and uh, uh, we're on the West Coast, so uh, you know this time falls uh, right in the, in the middle of uh, usually me picking up kids or like dropping off kids at school. So it's a little tough to, to join, but uh, I try to make the, the space every, uh, you know, every, uh, every week or every uh, two weeks or so. Uh, but, you know, we're working hard on, on our, uh, we have a couple of uh, collections that we're working uh, through. Um, the, we have a follow-up collection uh, for our uh, Cosmo Capes collection. Uh, which is a uh, uh, collection of characters in the Cosmoverse, um, you know, Omniflix, uh, Cosmos, Juno, uh, Stars, and so on. So we we have a our Genesis collection uh, came out, uh, you know, at the launch of Omniflix uh, a few months ago, and that was a collection of twelve uh, one by uh, one by uh, one of one uh, individually hand drawn. We're still gonna. Uh, um, add more individually hand-drawn uh, pieces to to this collection because we we feel that uh, the uh, uh, you know that that's how we work. We're a team of three, and that's how we uh, uh, see our art. Is you know uh, it's it's an expression of love uh, uh, when we create our art, and and you see it in some of the uh, the pieces that are going to come out here. Is uh, you know we'll we'll have a, a Juno character, for example, that uh, pays homage to Doom or like pays homage to Halo, for example. So, you know, we, uh, those things are really hard to create um, uh, on the generative uh, side. So uh, for each of those characters, we, when, when we make them, uh, you know, we, we, we hand draw them and, and, and make them, uh, you know, uh, put the, the, details in them uh that that you'll you'll see when uh when we release out the, the art uh so that's the first collection that we're uh, we're still working through we still got uh, we're probably about 80 percent through on that collection um and uh we're we're trying not to rush it uh so you know we're we're spending a lot of time to to create that one and then the other collection that we're uh, almost done with is a, a frantic foodie collection where we have um uh 20 uh, an album of 20 uh, songs that we uh created uh we compose and and uh play and and then uh, uh 
combine all together, all the pieces together. Uh, and it's a combination of music and art. So it's 20 songs, uh, plus uh, each song will have original cover art that, that uh, goes along with it. And uh, we're working through the logistics of getting the song syndicated and, and published out on uh, um you know, on all the streaming platforms, uh, Pandora, Spotify, uh, Apple Music, and so on, and then uh, getting those uh, the royalties for their for those songs uh, uh, capture and and paid back to each NFT owner. So that's the the that's some of the logistics that we're trying to work through, and that's what's taking us so long uh, to get that the collection out. But we're we're almost there. Uh, we're anticipating probably in the next month to to be able to release out these uh these two collections um and, and you know g- given the whole uh bear market and the the whole uh you know uh you know discount on on uh, pretty much everything uh you know on the market like from stocks to crypto um uh you know but we're we're still building and we're still doing things that we we love to do and having fun so that that's you know, at the end of the day, that's that's what it's all about, right? You know, doing doing something that you love to do, no matter if the market is up or down, and, and so that's what we're doing. Thank you so much. That, that was a beautiful lead into uh, to a little, uh, I guess, strategy session that I want to have with all you guys. Um, any any questions for Stakepile or anybody else that uh, has anything they want to share today? Just uh, raise your hand, and I'll invite you right now. Now, until someone decides to come up, I would again like to request everyone to uh, know whenever you're trying to promote your collection, if you want to mention anything about your collection, come on our Telegram chat, mention it there, use our Discord chat, tag us on our Twitter, on Omniflix uh, network and on uh, Flix Fanatics so we can know, promote those further. Uh, every Any kind of updates you have, Use our socials to uh, know, kind of promote your collection because that will help both of us, Omniflix, as well as all of you. And you can Thank find you. Uh, in any of our Telegram or Discord chats uh, being extremely helpful. He doesn't sleep ever. Um, super. Thank you so much for everything that you do for, for Omniflix and for the community, for all of our artists. We really appreciate it. Uh, and, Thank you. And I see we were just joined by Miss Snaps. How are you, Miss Snaps? Hi everyone, I'm really well, thank you. Um, thanks for letting me come on and, and have a quick chat, chat about my project. Um, I won't take up too much time because I'm actually sitting at the airport waiting to pick up my baby who I haven't seen for like six months. So I'm um, a bit excited to to be, the, be a mum again. <laughs> I'm sure. But, um, yeah, uh, I, I'm really excited to be able to share that my project is getting even closer to finally launching. Uh, Omniflix are, are doing the last little bits to um, set it all up. So hopefully within the next week, I'll be able to um, officially launch my project. So yeah, I'm really excited to, to be doing this on Omniflix. Um, I've had so much help from everybody on here. Um, I really appreciate that. And shout out to the developers. Can you tell us a little bit about, can you tell us a little bit about what your project is? Yeah, sure. Um, my project is uh, a bit of an environmental project. Um, I've created these jellyfish that you're able to adopt. And if you adopt my jellyfish, um, it activates uh, a bunch of utilities. So um, the first thing that will happen is I'll physically go and collect rubbish from our, our local beaches and waterways. So my project 
um, has a big focus on not only all the trash that is making its way into our oceans and waterways, but also focusing quite heavily on, you know, all of our disposable masks that have come about from COVID. Um, I see them everywhere laying around on the ground. So it really is upsetting to see so much additional trash considering how many people are potentially wearing masks all around the world. So, um, yeah, by adopting one of my jellyfish, um, you'll have me out there collecting rubbish. Um, also, all the profits from my project are going to go towards two really great um, environmental charities. So one's Tangara Blue, based here in Australia, where I am. Um, they do all the major beach cleanups and waterway cleanups and advocate to the government to to be doing things better. And then the other organisation that's going to um, receive the other half of my, my profits will be um, the Saba Dive Rangers. So they're a local group of divers that um, are based where I was born in Malaysia and they clean up ghost nets out of the ocean and try to stop illegal fishing. So I'm really excited to... I guess, be dipping my toe in the NFT world. Shout out to Tangled who encouraged me to to give this a go and, and it's finally coming to fruition. So, yeah, exciting times ahead. Um, if you're interested, follow my Twitter page and there'll be updates coming out soon. That's awesome. That's, that's uh, You're helping the world and all the people that the water from, uh, you know, the, the ocean waters flow through. Yeah, I, I guess when um, Tangled first introduced me to NFTs, um, other than being a digital designer, they got really excited about the ability to, I guess, authenticate your digital art. Um, the utilities really got me interested. And, you know, even listening to Wolfman before, like that was just mind-blowing, um, the journey that you shared and the things that you've done and, and everyone else in here as well. Um, it's just so inspiring to see how creative people are and and all the different ways that that they're using this technology absolutely and like when, when you guys come on and share and share your stories that's it's inspiration for everybody else you know that either wants to start something of their own and doesn't know how to or um you know doesn't know what to do maybe it sparks an idea for them and you know you, you obviously are passionate about the environment and keeping the oceans clean and you're going out there and you know creating something to help people support the process of you going and making a difference. So we really appreciate that. That's uh, amazing that you're doing that. Thanks. And and I also want to shout out to the NSA crew from Knots. Uh, without Knots, I wouldn't be even here doing this right now because their great developers have been um, setting all of this up for me. Um, so thanks, guys. And thanks, everyone, for having me in here tonight. Of course. Thank you for joining us. Um, Anybody else that wants to share anything about their project before I go into a quick little strategy session for you guys, and then uh, we'll probably be uh, sending everybody home happy, hopefully. All right. So one thing I wanted to try to do today, which I was thinking about it more so after the last spaces that we had on Wednesday with Sisla, uh, who uh, shared amazing insights with everybody that joined us. Um, and really quick before I do this, also make sure you, if you're in the chat today or in the space today, send your uh, Omniflix wallet address to either my Twitter, Chev with eight Vs, C-H-E-V-V-V-V-V, um, or the Omniflix Twitter, and we will get you a NFT, OG NFT from in the studio, and uh, there will be no reprints of this. So everybody that is here is a winner already. 
Um, so really quickly, I just wanted to go over a little bit on strategy with you guys with um, pricing, given the state of the economy around the world today. The economy, obviously, everybody understands, you know, 77% of people say that inflation is affecting them personally, either, you know, putting food on the table or, you know, putting, uh, getting their kids to school or uh, buying clothes or whatever it is that, you know, that people do in their daily lives. Inflation is in one way or another affecting everybody just about. So we have to also look at the, you know, the markets, the crypto markets are down, the NFT space, you know, it's slowed a little bit. And we have to always take that into consideration. You know, obviously we got to fight through and sustain and, you know, find a way to make things, uh, make ends meet. And people that have transitioned their livelihoods to the NFT space have all been impacted, I'm sure, by inflation and the downturn in the markets, especially people in the terror community, which, you know, we feel for very deeply. Um, And I'm sure most of us in the room have been affected in some way by that. So when we're, th- we're talking about pricing, uh, the average price of an NFT today, either for a minted NFT is uh, just under $900. Um, and then on, on resale value, they go into the thousands. And you know, when you're going and looking at pricing, if you're a new artist, you, know, you might want to consider kind of going with a penetration pricing strategy where you feel out the market, you have your first collection, maybe you release a small collection and don't go for the, you know, don't uh, go for the home run and issue a 10,000 piece collection with, you know, $500 minting prices when you don't necessarily have a following yet. You know, you maybe you want to consider um, a small collection, get your feet wet and, you know, put a $10, $20 pricing tag on it. And the beauty of Omniflex is you have the ability to put a royalty price on it for resale. So maybe you want to invest in yourself and you go ahead and put a price of $10, let's say on your NFT, on each NFT in your first collection. And then people see your work. It's awesome. You have great utility for it. And now, you know, six months down the line, 10 months down the line, a year down the line, there's more demand for your NFTs and your project and people want to get involved. So now when you set the royalty on your, on your NFT before you mint it, most people are doing somewhere in the neighborhood of 10%. Um, and that's with a higher price. But on the resale, they're going to get that 10% perpetually on those resales. Maybe you set the resale uh, royalty at maybe 25% or 30%, 40%, whatever it might be. But people are getting into your project at a kind of like a value price. You know, they, they supported you for the $10, $20, whatever it is. And as your project grows and as your, you know, your notoriety increases and your, um, you know, your skill set develops further and further and you get more comfortable in the space. Now, you know, your first collection that you sold for $10, you're getting, you know, $300 down the line if it sells for, you know, $1,000 on resale because you just put a 30% royalty on it. So the person that buys it for $10, now they just sold it for, you know, 900 or 1000 down the line when the market got better. And you're still getting $300 off of that purchase. And then when they resell it after that, the new person, maybe they sell it for $2,000. you are getting another $600. And if you had potentially put you know, a high price tag on it at the beginning, maybe you, you might not have sold it or you might have sat there and been unsatisfied with your experience because you know, maybe you didn't uh, sell out your project like you had hoped to and expected to. Um, you know, that, that's one thing that 
that uh, I stressed to early creators is, you know, when you're going out there and uh, publishing your or minting your NFTs, you got to think about the, you know, the community that's going to be buying it and realize that, you know, people around the world are all suffering in some way right now from inflation or from the markets being down, not just crypto markets, but the, you know, the capital markets, uh, traditional finance markets are all uh, kind of going down as well. Uh, and that I imagine is only going to make things a little bit more difficult in the um, in the inflation area as well, because if people have less money and their um, you know, inflation is already up and they're already struggling to put food on the table in some cases, um, you know, the market's going down further and affecting people's retirement is not going to be the um, the solution to that, obviously. So we got a little bit of a road ahead of us and we got to stick together and make sure that you know, we support each other and make sure that everybody that's, you know, a part of the community is, you know, is, is good and okay. Um, but we also got to make sure that we push through and sustain and, and continue to grow the space and not let, you know, things like inflation and, um, and just markets not uh, particularly cooperating with us. We got to fight through that and make it easy for people to, you know, get involved in the space and get excited about the space. And that'll inspire more creativity and more innovation to, co- to occur in the space. And the beautiful thing about the cosmos that I've noticed since, uh, you know, getting involved in 2019 or 2020 is I never see negativity. And I'm not trying to, you know, speak negativity by talking about inflation. I'm just talking reality. Um, you know, we got to make sure that we support each other and, um, you know, the people that, um, have the means to support NFT projects, continue to do that and support our creators and support innovation and creativity uh, all throughout the space because you know, that, that's what's going to keep the space growing and keep the most ecosystem a vibrant and, uh, and growing ecosystem and one of the greatest ecosystems in the blockchain space. Um, so does anybody have anything they want to add to that? Um, I will just Skynet. I just add that no, I think that's an excellent idea, and and you know your points are spot on. Thank you. Well, anybody, everybody that's here today, make sure that you send your your wallet uh, address to either me or to Omniflix uh, on on DM, or you can send it through Discord, whatever's easier for you. Make sure you uh, get that out here, and we'll get you an OG uh, in the studio NFT. And thank you very much for everybody that joined us today in the studio. And I'm Chev. I'll be back next Wednesday with Sisla and uh, some of our other Flix fan members. Make sure you join us. Um, Lovely having a fireside chat with all of you today. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was OmniFlix in the studio, number one, with creators and collectors. Recorded on Friday, May 20th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. When I'm cruising, I'm rushing. No booze on my tongue. When I'm losing my cool like a bruiser in London. The rules are confusing, so let loose the juices. And try not to act like they tightened up the noose. These fools are abused like a problem stepchild. Ruling the coop with some modest exile. I'm lost in the cube with the softest textiles. A comfy padded room where I'm walking my best miles. So wipe the smirk off your face when you're serving. I'm up with the platter, a bait behind the curtain. Up with the curse. It's absurd to swerve it Letting these nerds know the wait was worth it I'll perk it up while I serve in some bullshit This ain't my first rodeo Surrounded by humans Opinionated merchants Trying to steal your worth It's getting on my nerves So let's make them feel nervous
I go tit for tat when I'm spitting this rap shit Getting sick with it like I'm kissing bats It's spreading sickness like a fucking pandemic Gun to my head like write the damn epic My mood is exhumed from the darkest mistakes Sitting down in hell cooking up these mixtapes Living through nightmares and dreamscapes It takes more patience than a hospital police state So lock it down, locked and loaded like they come for your guns Fuck no, we won't be getting onto that bus Quietly sit back and watch the riot beat While the cops get filmed pirating all your privacy Sign on the dotted line and wave your rights And wave goodbye and pay no mind You gotta wash a brain and erase the time Now shut the fuck up while we wait in line Tell spaces.